Idleman Unplugged is part of the Edify Podcast Network. I want to see your face Pass me by the crowds of people The who sing your praise Hello, my name is Shane Eidelman, and I'm the pastor of Westside Christian Fellowship in Leona Valley, California. It is my personal heart and goal for you to see truth through a biblical perspective. I hope that you enjoy this segment of Eidelman Unplugged. Hey, hello everyone to this next episode of Eidelman Unplugged. Could be Pastors Unplugged as well, but I think we'll go Eidelman Unplugged. Not sure yet. I'm actually on location here right before a speaking engagement recording this. So not sure if you'll hear any background music, but it's an important topic. I would say it's really, um, really an important topic because we're missing it in a few different areas. And let me explain. The topic is, and it goes along with the article I wrote by the same title, is this hindering another spiritual awakening? Is this hindering another spiritual awakening? And so I'm hoping people will say, okay, what is it? Let's read this. Or in your case, let's listen to this. Because whether it's condescending and arrogant uh, memes or angry tweets or bombastic tirades from the pulpit, something needs to change. If we don't have love and humility, we have nothing. Of course, 1 Corinthians 13 comes to mind. Boldness without humility will get us nowhere. We need both. And that's why I'm putting this article out and also uh, this podcast because there's a lot of people who are bold with what's going on right now. And we're upset, but if we lack the humility and the grace and the love, we will, we will actually lack the dunamis power, the power of the spirit. And that's what we desperately need. Conviction, not cockiness. Could a lack of humility and brokenness be the reason we're not experiencing a national awakening? Let me say that again for emphasis. Could a lack of humility and a lack of brokenness be the reason we are not experiencing a national awakening? And I would say, yes, absolutely, 100%. We need boldness, not arrogant tirades. We need conviction, not cockiness. Many today think that they are bold, but really they're just brazen and arrogant. And uh, as someone who you know is is known for being somewhat bold, I know it's a struggle. I mean, it's a it's a daily struggle for me, and that's why that time alone with the Lord in the morning is so important. And even in the evening, if you can, and and throughout the day, as you you just get time away and you, you seek Him and and you you repent of hardness and arrogance and say, God, just use me. And then you, as you've heard me say before, probably you come out of the prayer closet, a better husband, a better father, a better leader, a better spouse, a better parent. Um, and I think, especially as all these ministries are growing, all these, you know, there's some, there's some really just arrogant ministries on both sides, you know, wokeism and, um, you know, Phil the Pharisee ism, your Phariseeism, you know, it's just, um, it, it's sad to watch on both sides. But before asking, you know, others to follow our ministry or even wondering, you know, not, we're well, not wondering, but thinking, wow, look how good I'm doing. God must be pleased. I've got, you know, a million followers or this video got, you know, a hundred thousand views and wow, this is really great. God must be in this. Well, not necessarily, not necessarily before asking, uh, 
or grading, I should say, our ministry on likes, shares, followers, all that, we need to say and ask, does God approve of my ministry? That is the key question. Does God approve of my ministry? Does he approve of my heart? And as I said countless times before, a spiritual awakening is America's only hope. Trying to get that down into each of your, each of your hearts. America <clears throat> needs a, a, a spiritual awakening. But awakenings... Awakenings are not birth in arrogance. They are born in the womb of brokenness. We must begin here. This is it's where it all must starts. So what is biblical boldness? See, this is very important because I think on the other hand, uh, other side of the aisle, we're not called to be passive, silent capitulators. I mean, we're, we're called to stir the pot and to be bold as lions, but also gentle as doves. And so I thought about this for a while and I kind of just came up with the, 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 uh, terminology here. So, um, definitely thoroughly biblical, but I think it's good to clarify what biblical boldness is. In my opinion, it's a zeal for the truth of God coming from a person touched by God and they are representing then the character of God. So let me say that again. To be to be bold biblically, you have a zeal for the truth of God, and it's coming from a person touched by God, and they're also representing the character of God. So you can see here how many people miss it. You know, they've got the truth, and boy, they'll let you know. They'll pound you with the truth. They'll uh, blast you with the truth. They'll arrogantly throw the tr- truth in your face. But if it's not coming from a person touched by God, what I mean by that is broken by the spirit, humbled by God, then they represent the character of God. So you need all three of those. I mean, you can say, I have the truth. And yeah, back in 1994, I was touched by God, but you're not representing the character of God, the love and joy and peace, contentment, long suffering, gentleness. You know, we've got to have both. And so again, I'm not minimizing boldness. If anyone knows me, I, I we we need it. But I found, at least in my life, when I'm bold without that that compassion and without without that filling of the spirit, it's really kind of arrogant and mean spirited. And if we <clears throat> lack truth, like I said before, we can also me- easily be misled, and we can lead others astray. And of course, the truth is going to upset others. I'm not saying that, but our attitude, our demeanor, our response. Uh, well, I guess our response will sometimes it depends, but you know what I'm saying? You don't, you're, you're not trying to, if they get upset, you get louder. If they get loud, you get louder, you know, arrogantly going back and forth. You know, that's not the right approach right now. God's going to bless humility, not arrogance. And that's my concern with where we're at as a, as a, as a, a nation right now. As I've said, we're angry, but we're not broken. And what's it going to take folks? And I believe this is why Leonard Ravenhill you know, when he referenced Jesus weeping over Jerusalem before he drove out the the, the money changers, um, Leonard Ravenhill made the parallel. We must weep, weep before we whip. And if you've never been moved with compassion for the sinner, you have no right rebuking the sin. The Jekyll and Hyde Christian. In the book from the 1800s, <clears throat> a mild-mannered doctor named Jekyll would transform into Hyde. I think it's actually, I have to check, check this one. Uh, I might've put that backwards, but I think Jekyll and Hyde, I don't remember which one's evil, which one's good, but that's not the point right here. There was a chemical con- concoction and uh, the, the good doctor um, would turn into the evil doctor. 
And if believers aren't careful and vigilant, we too can be pulled back to the dark side. Uh, And I'm not talking about losing your salvation. I'm talking about losing your spiritual influence. And I believe that many Christians, including pastors and leaders, once had a genuine experience with God and were used in profound ways, but they drifted toward anger and arrogance rather than brokenness and humility. And many of us have become too busy, too busy to pray, too preoccupied to worship, and too important to seek God. God help us. If we truly desire another spiritual awakening, we need to stop measuring success by likes, shares, and followers, just like I said earlier, and start measuring success by humility, brokenness, and compassion. Because you can win the Twitter battle, but you'll lose the war for the souls of these people. The road to revival with so much phoniness misrepresenting God. What is a genuine spiritual awakening? Well, simply stated, a genuine revival is God reviving his people. Wilt thou not revive us again so that we can rejoice in you from Psalm 85, 6. And God doesn't revive the heart of the bombastic, but of the broken. He fills those who are contrite, not cocky. We can't force the word of God down the throat of the world, but we can forcefully be led by the spirit to preach with boldness. And I believe God does want boldness. He told Jeremiah, you know, your words are going to be like fire and the people people are going to be like wood and the word coming through a man filled with the spirit of God will devour sin. It will lead to brokenness and repentance. And I've seen so many cringeworthy video clips, um, you know, from so-called Christian leaders. Uh, I've seen tweets and posts reflecting arrogance and belittling others. And, you know, that's to be expected from the world, but they are so below uh, believers, especially those who are leaders of the church. It just makes me sad to watch what some of these Christian leaders, what they're posting, what they're sharing. It's like, guys, come on. I mean, represent the character of God. To truly change our culture, the road to revival must resemble the character of Christ. Secure the presence of God. Andrew Murray once said that securing the presence of God during the morning watch was absolutely essential. And I couldn't agree more. The power of the Holy Spirit rests upon those who have spent time broken and contrite. They're empty and ready to be filled. So pastors, in these critical times, let God load your spiritual gun in the prayer closet. You see, I believe that's the problem in many pulpits. Let God load you with his message for his people in the prayer closet. Don't worry about pop psychology, the latest fad, what people want to hear, because actually what they want to hear is not what they need to hear. I want to retain my listeners. I don't want to upset this group. Go to God and God alone and find out, Lord, what do you want me to say? And then let it come out of a man on fire for God. As Calvin Miller said, preaching in one sense merely uh, discharges the firearm. It shoots the firearm that God loaded in the silent place. And let me tell you that, boy, after 20 years of preaching now, that is so true. The, the, the power of the pulpit, the power of persuasive words when preaching comes from time spent with God, period. End of story. Living for God, obeying his word. And the prayer closet truly then becomes the power closet. And that's what we need. Don't come out of the closet. With so many people coming out of the closet, I'm telling you to not come out of the closet. And here's what I mean. A.W. Tozer would shut himself in his office until noon. Martin Lloyd-Jones would plead with pastors to safeguard their mornings. E.M. Bounds said that men who have done the most for God 
in this world have been early on their knees before God. In the days of George Whitfield, John Wesley, David Brainers, I, I can think of countless others from John Hyde to John Fletcher, who spent the morning and night watches and agonizing prayer those days must return. The prayer closet rekindles spiritual fire. Hard hearts are crushed by the hammer of the word and the sword of the spirit. That cuts out the sin and God's fire will devour our pride. Don't underestimate the power of the prayer closet. So I'll leave you with this. Improve your spiritual diet to ignite another spiritual awakening. Here we go. We must first ignite our own passion for God. We must ignite our own passion for God. I don't know if we'll be able to embed it in the description of this, depending on where you're listening, but go to my YouTube channel, Shane Idleman, subscribe and listen to Fill Me or Kill Me. <laughs> I'm, I'm give, actually giving a message here in about 30 minutes on this topic. I'm getting ready to walk in. Fill Me or Kill Me. I'm going to talk about this area. Sadly, many replace time with God with Netflix binges and social media distractions. Don't let Instagram hold your attention. Let God grab your attention. Corporate awakenings always we begin, always begin with individual awakenings. Did you catch that? Corporate awakenings always begin with individual awakenings. Fix your gaze upon him and don't let pride hinder another move of the spirit. There simply is too much at stake. If you've enjoyed this episode of Idleman Unplugged, be sure to send us your ideas and topics for future episodes of the podcast. You can send us an email at westsidechristianfellowship.org or shaneidleman.com. Again, my name is Luke Duncan, and I am your host of Idleman Unplugged. Thank you for listening to us today, and join us again on the next episode. Thank you for listening to Idleman Unplugged. For more information, visit us at shaneidleman.com. Again, that's shaneidleman.com. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. El Paseo Publications proudly supports the Westside Christian Fellowship Radio Network. We are committed to quality in Christian publication. Free ebooks can be found at westsidechristianfellowship.org under free ebooks. Books such as What Works for Men and What Works for Young Adults will help readers understand that the obstacles ahead are never greater than God's power to take you through. Books such as What Works When Diets Don't and Feasting and Fasting demonstrate how health can be achieved from a biblical perspective. Other free books such as Answers for a Confused Church and Desperate for More of God show the importance of fully surrendering our lives to Christ. And One Nation Above God is a must-read for anyone concerned about the direction of America. Again, free downloads of these ebooks are available at westsidechristianfellowship.org. We are happy about partnering with the Westside Christian Fellowship Radio Network.